Welcome to Therapy Unchained, a podcast dedicated to empowerment, motivation, and to provide relevant content for individuals, couples, parents, and pre- and post-adoption families. I'm your host, Tammy Austin, a licensed mental health counselor in Central Florida. To find more information and to get resources, visit my website, therapyunchained.com. This podcast is not to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hi, my name is Tammy Austin. Welcome to my podcast, Therapy Unchained, where we provide education for transformation. My guest today is Pastor Alonza Morris, and we're going to be discussing the topic, you, her, or him, and covid the challenges for relationships, of course, in the time of a pandemic. So I'm going to start with letting uh, Pastor Morris go ahead and introduce himself and tell us a little bit about his ministry. Okay. How's everybody doing out there in podcast land? Um, I am Alonzo Morris III. Um, I currently serve as the founding pastor of uh, Freedom Deliverance Church, uh, one location in Miami and the other location here in Tallahassee, Florida. I am also the uh, founder of M3 Ministries, Inc., uh, which is a nonprofit organization that I started about six years ago, uh, which is a platform for my counseling ministry. Our primary focus is marriage and families, um, um, marriage and families and youth and young adults uh, where we specialize in. I am a board certified pastoral counselor and a board certified biblical counselor. Uh, My degree is in psychology. I'm a bachelor's in psychology with a specialization in Christian counseling. And my master's is in pastoral counseling with a specialization in marriage and family. And um, I am a father of six, uh, married to my wonderful wife, Christina. Uh, We've been married eight years now, um, and we're enjoying life. I am an entrepreneur, full-time entrepreneur. I am an author of two, currently two books. God's Financial System, Discovering Exactly How It Works for You, and the author of Man, Mission, Message, uh, Discovering the Writer in You. Uh, My third uh, work will be released in January, uh, Conquering Life's Crucial Moments, a 30-day guide, uh, devotional guide to spiritual, mental, and emotional healing. Um, Yeah, I I have a couple more ventures, but um, that I work and I do. but I'm excited about life. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today. So we're going to just kind of jump in, but I wanted to start off um, by sort of setting the foundation for some statistics uh, that will, I think, certainly bolster the importance of the topic for today. Um, As I was doing some research, I learned that the number of people seeking divorce has actually been up about 34% since um, 34% higher, I should say, um, as compared to 2019 since COVID. Um, 
and you know which is interesting but some of the factors that are of course influencing the higher divorce rates are um, stress unemployment financial strain illness death of a loved one homeschooling and mental illness and as i've said before so many families and particularly so many couples were probably so close to the edge already before covid and so when you add those other factors in it just kind of pushed pushed uh, fragile relationships over um, another interesting statistic is that 31 percent of couples seeking divorce reported that the lockdown had caused irreparable damage to their relationships and as we know you know that, that that's tough when you can't go anywhere <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, another interesting statistic is that the um, the interest in separation during the quarantine peaked primarily between the periods of April 13th through the 15th. And so um, and, and basically in that within that period, what was noticed was that the vast majority of states had actually started their lockdown. So, um, you know, just for some, for again, for many people, it seemed like that was the time when they just said, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. Um, and then I discovered a term I hadn't heard of before, and it was called phases of disaster. So I plan on researching that a little bit more. But what was interesting is the term phases of disaster, which is, is a phrase um, from public health professionals, has to, deal, has to do with when optimism turns to discouragement. Mm -hmm. So again, you have like this perfect storm in April of this year where mm -hmm. the optimism, people thought the pandemic was going to be over you know, yeah. by the spring, um, or they thought that their furloughs were going to end or, you know, other factors. So the discouragement then, you know, starts to prevail. The stress levels go up and then the negative reactions or, or, or responses to what's going on um, also increased. Um, some other statistics, 20% of the couples that were seeking divorce were married for less than a year. And then of particular interest too, I think from a biblical perspective, states that are considered in the Bible Belt recorded the highest number of divorces. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at pertaining specifically to uh, couples of color, Black couples, the divorce rate in general is 70%. And that doesn't even include these, those that are separated or cohabitating. And another interesting piece, black men are expected to leave. Yeah. And I found like, wow, yeah. So <laughs> with all of that being said, um, I'd like you to kind of start us off with, what are your thoughts in terms of men and how men particularly have been impacted or what do you see as the challenges for men as head of household, spiritual leaders, dealing with, again, the pandemic, dealing with issues of unemployment, perhaps lack of leadership, unsupportive partner, just just feeling just overwhelmed maybe by all of the events. Yeah, when you when you um, when you put together the economic impact of of a pandemic, um, and combine that with an already 
stressed out or over exhaust exhaustive uh, system towards men, um, then you then you then you have a perfect storm. And what I mean by that is, is um, men traditionally already feel the weight of the world on them to be providers and to be the head of household and to lead. And in most cases, women um, make more than most the average the average man. Um, and so that's that's even that's even more pressure compiled on them. And so the pandemic creates um, it just culminates a what's all what was already a frustrating time. It come, it, it just brings everything uh, to head because most of most men have have lost their employment um, due to the pandemic. Um, not all, but but the, the majority. And so now you have this issue where there isn't any, any income coming in because, you know, unemployment, the unemployment lines alone, you know, to even fill out the applications, even to get everything, anything processed. So, um, and then if, if you compile that with uh, a lack of savings and a lack of, uh, of already had been, had already had budgeted for, for, for bad times, or you just get this, this environment that is highly tensive, you know, ten, or, or, or tension, you know, or that already exists. Um, Combine that with having to see see your spouse or your significant other all day, every day, <laughs> and so now, where there were where there was boundaries, where there was a time a, a opportunity to, you know, have you know get a get some fresh air or um, be able to, uh, I guess, res go into a man cave or. A she, a she shed. She shed. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it, it's it's none. It has been non-existent, you know, uh, during these times. Um, but I believe that some have figured it out, you know, of how to make it work, and some have not. So that's that's my perspective. Okay, and I think too, when we think about you know coming at it even from from a mental health perspective, mm -hmm. and and the stigmas that we're, you know, still kind of working our way through, especially um, African American community, as it as it pertains to mental health and depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. um, and how those also were heightened this year, um, and then and then add into that unhealthy coping mechanisms. Um, you know, I always like to talk about trauma because I think you know we've been walking around as a traumatized people for for hundreds of years and um yeah so we were already traumatized and 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 in a sense we were already walking around wearing a mask and yeah. so you know to add to that and then to add to you know um particularly i'm going to say the war on black men and the war on black lives um adding to all of that and just you know bottled up and just not having a place not having a place to go 
so to speak, you know, and, and, and then being on a lockdown yeah. <laughs> and then the other factors, you know, that you pointed out, it's been a lot. 2020 yeah. has been quite the year. And, yeah. and, and I think for relationships, particularly for couples that didn't have a true sense of a couple identity, mm-hmm. you know, and then you add all those factors in and it can easily become, um, you know, basically mine, mine and mine instead of mm-hmm. ours. Um, because we don't know who we are, you know, these people under significant pressure. And then so many couples just don't have the foundation, the, the foundation to handle that kind of pressure. Yeah. I think. yeah. It's, it's amazing because you, you're, you're putting, you're putting us in the pandemic, put us in a, in a position um, to begin with, you know, um, were are the ones that felt the the brunt of it the most. You know, um, those are the ones that are that that are, that it that is or are, or are how you say it, breaking apart. You know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and the friction and the tension is there. Um, you know, and we were forced. I was going to say in another, I think, uh, issue that was impacting um, just communication and, and, and people mm-hmm. realizing that they struggled with communication, conflict management. And so it became easier to just not talk, mm-hmm. you know, so then you have you have the frosty tension in the room and and two people trying to avoid each other. Yeah. while while being on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got that going on. And um, I think. And uh, it was an opportunity to examine expectations mm-hmm. and for many people to just stop and ask themselves what was or what is their expectation for their partner. Yeah. And, and, and for some where the, again, the divorce rates and the separation rates are, are highest, realize that the expectations that they had, um, either they, there was no avenue to try to get those met because of the you know, poor communication or mm-hmm. just realizing that this partner would never be able for whatever reason will never be able to um, perhaps anywhere near meet some of the expectations that they have or that they need from a partner. So, you know, again, I think the the expectations management um, along with, as you said, you know, we really haven't had to be that kind of a family. and, and, and even dealing for some people, dealing with the loneliness of realizing that they, they were the, everything else, the, the other parts were still moving around them mm-hmm. and they were the ones that were there, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So COVID has been an eye, it's been an eye opener, you know? But, but I like what you said, cause I do agree as well that there have been some silver linings. I heard more of my clients saying how much they enjoyed you know, getting out, working for working from home, being able to take lunch, have lunch all together. And if the kids were there, have lunch and actually go outside. The kids rode bikes. They did something. They took a walk. They came back in. But then they were looking forward to cooking together and having and having dinner together. And so, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we're going to miss this. We're going to miss this when we can't go, when we have to go back to work. You yeah. know, we're not going to be able to do this again. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's it puts us in a position to see to act to answer to ask the question, how do we positively build on this? Exactly, exactly. When it's, when it's over, when it's 
you know, the vaccine is there, that it's working and everything is, is, I guess, going back to what we call normal. How, how do we build upon the good things that we've learned in, in, this, in this process? Because the, the bad is there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stay with us for, you know, uh, for a long time. Just as the depression stayed with our grandparents, just as, you know, we, you know, we went there during the Black, the Black Plague or whatever. Okay. All of these events in, in history stayed with those generations for a long time. This pandemic is going to stay with us mentally for a long time and emotionally. Um, so how, how do we... It forces each family, each each couple, to ask the question: How do we build upon the the good things that we, you know, we were able to establish or get back to, um, and and find a way to make it make it exist? You know, even though we're going back to work, I I think for me it it was it, it made me think about the priorities. You know, what I did neglect. Um, as as I was going to work every day and pre you know pre pandemic and missing what we did what I did miss out on and now how can I prioritize what's really needed you know um, so so that that was one of the things that I took that I got out of this whole experience you know and I think that and that's a good point because some of the things that I had suggested for for some of the families that I was working with to actually almost memorialize and make some of these things um, mm -hmm. part of your routine. And I think yeah. the first thing is forget normal um, yeah. because I, I'm I'm thinking for a lot of us uh, normal normal wasn't all that you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it wasn't it wasn't that great and 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 normal meant normal meant that we neglected ourselves that we neglected our families mm -hmm. um, and so when things slowed down people started smelling the roses a little bit mm -hmm. more they started appreciating life. Yeah. you know just being 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 humble being grateful about sometimes even the smallest of things um learning to look over and truly care about you know mm -hmm. your neighbors or 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 somebody and, and connect connecting with somebody that you perhaps hadn't even connected with before um and so and and just you know learning something new about yourself yeah. um so again you know there's there's a lot of opportunities so i think if people can forget normal and realize that you are creating new routines and new structures mm -hmm. that can support some of these valuable insights that you've gained over the last year. Yeah. You know, um, so that we can get to our best selves as individuals and our best selves as couples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I tell you, this has been some um some good conversation. And yeah. and I think, you know, as we talk a little bit about you know and, we, and we've actually kind of covered some strategies that that people can do but I want to kind of focus in a little bit more on perhaps even in some of your thoughts on things that people can do to reduce conflict and, and increase emotional connection yeah, well the the the, be the best way well not well uh, from my experience and what I what I what I uh, encourage and counsel uh, my clients in reference to conflict um, is to to don't be afraid to to address the, the issue when it comes up. Um, a lot of times, you know, we we don't we don't deal with things in the moment. 
you know, we may, we'll, we'll fuss, we'll, we'll, we'll argue, whatever, uh, but nothing is resolved. And then we'll, we'll, we'll sweep that under the rug and then we'll move on. And then the next time we have an argument, then not only are we arguing about this, but then now the other thing comes back up and now it's, 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 we're just, we're just compiling things on top of the other. I always, I always tell clients that the, the, the best thing you can do is sit down and talk, talk it through when it, when it happens so that it's fresh, you know, um, and, and dealing with it then so you don't have to keep compiling everything up. Another thing is, is to, to realize that we're not in competition with each other. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not competing with you. If, if you have a, a, a marriage or a relationship where, where you're trying to outdo your spouse, um, for example, um, I had, a, I had a couple that they were expressing the different issues that they were going through um the 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 husband said something like you know i i realize you know what my faults are and everything else but what about her she did this and she and, and you know that's that's competing you know it's that's that's a that's a competition marriage or relationship Instead of you just saying what you you were being accountable for your own actions and what you brought to the table and just leaving it at that, you you take the time the extra step to try to throw your your spouse under you know under the bus as well because you don't want to seem like you know it's just you you know and the way you deal the way the way I you know you I think you sh you should deal with that is is one being accountable for your own action and, and then realizing that I'm not, I'm not a competition with, with, you know, my spouse. Um, we're building this together. As we were saying, I think the challenge for so many couples when it comes to communication is not always recognizing the roadblocks when they come up. And so when the roadblocks come up, what are some of the things that, that you're going to be intentional about doing differently? For example, if you know and you start to 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 feel that the, the the atmosphere at that moment has changed, which one of you would be able to say, "Hey, I noticed that there's been a change. It seems like that our 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 conversation, the issue that we're talking about, we're starting to go in a different direction. Maybe we should just step back for a moment. The other thing and strategy that's helpful is to be able to recognize when perhaps you say something that wounds your partner in the moment. And again, to be able to stop and notice that and take accountability for that rather than, well, you did or you said, and instead to be able to say, hey, I noticed that something happened just now. I noticed you know, your facial expression changed or, you know, the way that you were sitting changed. Um, what happened just now? And if you find that you have in fact wounded your partner to be able to just say, can I get a do-over? I didn't mean for that to come out like that. And lastly, I would say, going back to couple identity to remember your why, your why as a couple, your why um, as to the life that you're trying to build with, with your partner. 
coming back to the why so that you can navigate those roadblocks that will come up when you're trying to have tough conversations. I would encourage you to help with this process to make your way over to my website, www.therapyunchained.com, where you will find um, a new worksheet that's going to be released uh, today. Uh, I'm not sure when this podcast will be up, but the, the worksheet will be available today, December 22nd. Hey, welcome back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so I, I was using the, the Wi-Fi in, in, in the building. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I connect it to my, my hotspot. So that's better, that's stronger, so yeah. Okay. Um, so you were saying, um, you were talking about couples and competition and really like competition is not what's needed, especially when you're trying to discuss, um, I'm, I'm going to say heated issues because, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, going back to being in a lockdown, we're starting to notice some things that perhaps we noticed a while back, but when you're seeing it, it's like it's on HD and it's magnified, whatever that thing is that your partner does yeah. that, that that irks you and so you know you may not address it the the, the right way and so um when you when you left for a moment and came and, and, and came back i was just talking about the, the recognizing the roadblocks and being able to to stop and and being intentional about doing something different rather than just kind of plowing over when you see that you've wounded your partner um to be able to ask for a do-over or um, to be able to just take accept accountability for something that you may have said again that that wounded your partner or mm-hmm. you know that caused you to check out like owning that and saying it because um, I think it's hard for couples when it comes to you know managing emotional vulnerability and transparency mm-hmm. yeah way easier said than done mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's even it's even harder uh, when there are the normal um, go-to outlets in a you know pandemic is we can't we're not able to go pretty much at, at one time when everything was on lockdown we can't go to our normal outlets where we go to let off steam I, I think I, in, in my opinion we not only were we forced to be a family we we're forced to, to, to deal with the issues we were forced to look at each other. We were forced to be around yes. each other. Yes. There, there was no way to escape this time. You know, normally, you know, you get, you argue, one person gets in the car and leaves, you know, or, or they go to um, um, down the street or you're, you're able to leave the premises in, in, in total, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, I have to go into another room, but I'm still here. I still got to hear the voice. I still got to see the face at some at some point you know i can't i can't really hide like i used to and so we've been forced to 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 come to confront each other but without having the actual confrontational tools that that that's that are healthy in place right right not for every couple but the majority of of couples have, have faced this you know we didn't have the proper constru- uh, constructs in place to begin with when you know when we got married. And even though we've been married ten you know plus years, it's still like 
you know, hey, we didn't build this the right way. Now we see that. It, it was a, it was a lot of exposure this year, you know. Yes, yes, and and, and again, with exposure comes opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 we can't we can't. I'm, I'm quoting uh, T.D. Jakes here, but we we can't fix what we can't face. And yeah. so, you know, it's the ability to be able to to face. One of the things that I was saying too was it's important to know your why, your why as a couple, because it's mm-hmm. that why that's going to get you out of that uncomfortable place. It's the why, hopefully, that will get you from your separate corners where you've gone and, you know, and you're irritated and you don't want to deal with your with your partner, but remembering the why. So let me go back over, you know, let me, let me, let me be the one to make the, the first move. Um, and then, of course, the key is recognizing when your partner is making the move, because sometimes what you get is, oh, so now you want to talk. <laughs> oh, so now, yeah, now I do. You know? <laughs> and so instead of being antagonistic about it, recognizing that your partner is trying to make a bid for connection. And um, and to be able to kind of get the car back on the road out of out of the rut there and get the car back on the road, so yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I I know that there is a part two. There is absolutely a part two to to this podcast today. Um, I I I would love to get more into this, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so we can talk more about. Um, maybe we can even talk more about dealing with. Deal, dealing with a, a spouse that is that is suffering from depression in the midst yeah. of, of, because again, we're going to be in this for quite some time still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I thank you today. Um, do you want to share a little bit about um, your, some of your resources that you have and how people can find, find your ministry and your website and classes? Okay, uh, so um, I, I have um, a conflict uh, conflict uh, resolution course. Uh, it's called uh, Crucial Conflict. Um, it is a conflict resolu- resolution course uh, that is built from a biblical foundation. So it's 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 from the Word of God. It's it's conflict resolution from Scripture. What does the Bible say? about settling disagreements um and so you can find that at uh m3 universe m3 university.me that's the website m3 university.me um that's one of the resources for couples also i have a course uh entitled death to distractions um it's it's a um it's a it's a course that teaches you how to eliminate distractions on a daily basis but not only a daily basis but in the moment that you're that you're facing distractions what do i do how do i ri- how do i rise above uh, you know what what it is that i'm facing in this moment so uh, that's a that's another course uh, that i have um, i have other courses um, for ministry preparation um, I have courses for um, counseling, lay, lay counseling training. Um, if you're a church, you know, uh, your, your, your church uh, wants to establish a counseling ministry, the ministry of counseling. Um, I do have training courses available at m3university.me. Um, and I have some, some other courses that, that I'll be releasing in, the new, in 2021 dealing with anxiety, 
um, uh, depression, grief, um, and so on and so forth. So all of those you can find at m3university.me. Um, if you want to learn biblical finances, I have my, my first book on biblical finances, but I also have a course, a uh, financial freedom course as well. So that, that's another one for, for families, for couples that, that are needing, you know, how do I say what, uh, from a biblical perspective, um, how do I budget from a biblical, all of these things, budgeting, saving, building wealth, all of those are in scripture. You, you'll be surprised um, um, to find it there. And yeah, um, so that's my website, m3university.me. Um, my counseling ministry is located in, in Tallahassee, um, right, right between Leon County and Gaston County. So I'm right between Tallahassee and Havana. You, you, can't, you can't miss us. We're, we're 4909 uh, North Monroe Street, um, Tallahassee, Florida, 32303. Um, that's where we are, M3 Ministry Inc. You'll see the sign outside, M3 Ministry Inc. Family and Family Marriage and Family Counseling um, on, on the uh, mural outside. Um, you can email me at m3ministryinc at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in counseling, um, m3ministriesinc at gmail.com. Or you can call 786-718. 2244 to reach us 786-718-2244. It's real simple. 2244. Uh to, <laughs> to, to reach us. <laughs> give me a call. Um, but that's how you that's how you reach us. Um we do have a website, uh, but it's it's not it's active, but it's uh it's on WordPress. I'm I'm still working on some stuff with it. So uh but if you want to go to the website, it's www.m3ministriesinc.wordpress.com. That's the that's the website, uh, M3 Ministries Inc. Uh, website. Um, but yeah, so that's how that's how you reach us. All right. Well, thank you. And like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to continuing this conversation because I feel like this has been this will be a good tool and resource for couples today. Um, that are still hopefully trying to make their way through through coupleness in a pandemic. Yeah. So that uh, I thank you very much and um, you have an awesome, awesome day. You'll do the same. <laughs> thank you. All right, You're take welcome. care. All right, bye-bye. Uh, right. <laughs> As we make our way through life, we need a mirror, a roadmap, or a sounding board. For additional information and resources about this podcast, including blog posts, videos, worksheets, and discussion board, visit my website, therapyunchained.com.